What's up, guys? I'm Trenton Whitfield. Um, unfortunately, this week, Mason was not able to be a part of the podcast, so it's just going to be me and Joe talking to y'all this week. Yeah. Um, what's up, guys? So, uh, because of some circumstances um, and some scheduling stuff, uh, we it's just going to be uh, Trenton and I this week, and we're just going to kind of talk about a few topics that are on our minds and uh, have more of a relaxing discussion uh more laid back um but yeah uh let's kick this off uh we've been reading some books lately trenton what books have you been reading yeah so due to coronavirus um and also just like normal life i try and read quite a bit so lastly the few books that i've been reading are called digital minimalism um which is a really great one that i recommend to anyone who's like interested and learning more about like phone usage and just like how to be more intentional with it at all. We can dive in a little bit deeper um, in the podcast, but I've been reading Digital Minimalism. And then also I was reading this book called Walden. So it's by Henry David Thoreau. It's from like 1845 or something. Um, a really, really challenging read for me. I'm not gonna lie, but um, just has some old English in it, but it's really cool. Um, what about you, Joe? Um, I've been reading a few. Uh, I've got a, I've got a lot on the docket that I'm excited for, um, and I'm especially excited about the one I'm reading right now. Um, so, over the course of quarantine, I've read a few. I've read uh, The Sun Also Rises by Hemingway, which is a pretty good one. Um, really good fiction book if, if anyone's down. Uh, the one I'm reading right now is called Slow by. Um, I'm, I'm going to try not to butcher his name too much. It's uh. Mihai, let's see, Mihai, Chicksent Mihai. That's that's he's uh yeah he's a he's a uh an esteemed researcher uh in the field of psychology and he talks a lot about uh, this concept called flow. Um, and uh, essentially what that is, it's it's this state of being where you're you are giving all your attention to some activity and that activity is something that requires a certain set of skills it requires uh some bound, like bounds of rules it has clear outcomes and clear goals that you can set for it um and what i find really cool about uh about the the flow that he describes and i, and I sent this passage to trenton uh the other week while i was reading it i just snapped a picture and sent it to him because um it's so fascinating we, he talks about how a lot of times people look back at their lives and, and think about the most enjoyable moments, right? The times that they uh, felt the most fulfilled or like the happiest even or, or the most excited. And it was never these, uh, these times where you're just like watching TV or you're um, at some party or you're experiencing some form of just like pleasure that takes the mind off of whatever you're doing. It's, it's very passive. You're, you're just kind of sitting there and consuming something that's, that's helping you take your mind off things in your life. And that's a great thing to do. I mean, we all need that at least once a day um, because that's what helps us recharge and, 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 you know, help us push forward. But uh, what he says is that the most enjoyable moments in life are found in those moments where you're experiencing flow. Uh, meaning like those moments where you're accepting a challenge and taking it on and having to do critical thinking and, and analyze the situation and, 
and make uh, judgments or maybe make, uh, make a sacrifice of attention in one aspect to focus all of your attention on this, this other aspect. And, and even if you weren't having a great time in the process or, or if you weren't specifically feeling happy or overjoyed in the process, you, you felt genuine enjoyment afterwards uh, because you accomplished the task and you were able to uh, essentially lump all your attention into that thing. Um, and uh, I've been trying to kind of find little little spots of flow uh, during quarantine because it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard to find that. Um, but uh, it's kind of opened my mind to that. And where do, where am I going to bring my attention? You know, where am I going to put my attention? Uh, some I've been thinking about. Yeah. Just as a side note to the listeners, uh, Joe and I are in all the same classes currently, and so we're doing like this coding assignment, and we typically like hop on FaceTime together and then we work um they're like we can bounce ideas off of each other seeing if like we think they'll work or whatever and so all of a sudden like neither one of us are talking we're just like grinding away at the project and then Joe's like I think we're in flow (laughs) (laughs) maybe acknowledging the flow brings you out of the flow I don't know but I just kind of didn't feel that (laughs) I think it kind of did break me out of it I was like um but no that's awesome i definitely uh it's on my reading list um so digital minimalism has been an awesome read like it was really really cool um so basically what it's by cal newport he's a um computer science professor at um georgetown currently so it's a really really cool book um he's written actually a lot of books um and i've enjoyed all of them but digital minimalism has been my favorite so um basically what the book describes is how to be more intentional with the time that you spend on your phone um and we've kind of touched on this in social media and he preaches to the choir um i'm sure if he ever listened to social media um the podcast that we did on it he would have a ton to add and loved what we said but um he basically just talks about um how sometimes we can run to social media when we don't know what to do um, with our time and i found that to be like a very very interesting point um especially with coronavirus and everything going on um all of a sudden the world has shut down and we've been giving we've been given all of this free time on our hands um and it's up to us as to what we want to do with that um i know we've touched on a previous podcast but joe a lot of us have tried picking up the guitar um as a hobby and like that's one way that we've found like leisure time um but basically digital minimalism says that having like um like purposeful leisure time is important to leading like a fulfilled life Um, rather than going and scrolling on your phone and just trying to find like quick tidbits of information. He's saying like, pick up a hobby, create something once a week, just do things that are producing rather than consuming. Um, It's a very easy read and it just talks about like your social media excuse me, phone usage in your personal life. He also writes a book um, called Deep Work, which is actually his term for flow is deep work. So it's like, that's actually interesting to hear, 
you're reading flow, but that's exactly what it is. Like the whole process of flow of like not dividing your attention between tons of different things, but like um, zoning in on one task at hand and just really concentrating on that one thing. That's what Cal Newport has described as deep work. And so deep work is a kind of like a runoff of digital minimalism, but in your professional life of getting away from the phone and making sure you're minimizing your distractions and then just really like um, focusing on the one thing that you want to get done. Um, both of them are a great read, but if you're just trying to read one of them, I definitely recommend digital minimalism. But um, that's, yeah, they've been really, really cool. Walden was an interesting book. So I want to hear about that. Yeah. So Walden is, it's like an experiment that Henry David Thoreau uh, kind of like performed on himself, if you will. So basically what he does is, and this is like a, a true story. So he goes um, into the woods by Walden Pond um, and he like builds a shed and just tries to live like a very, very simplistic life, like crazy, crazy simple life. Um, Some of it is a little too much for me, but, um, but I mean, (laughs) also we have to realize that it's 2020. um, So in 1845 or 1847, whatever it is, that's like a much more simplified life. And then he's even trying to simplify life further. So (laughs) it's like very, very simple, but it's all relative um, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You really think about it. Like the, what, you know, this, it, you can go 50 years, 100 years back in time. And, uh, you know, there were even people back then that were saying, hey, we're living too uh, frivolously or, or, or we're doing something that we maybe could cut back on. I mean, it's all, it's all relative there, but that's, that's so cool, man. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's funny because since the book has been around for so long, like you'll read probably a page, like one page has a famous quote in it. Like every page has some famous quote in it. You're like, wow, I didn't know that started here. Like, that's cool. Um, And so also one thing that I've like really started appreciating is when books that I'm reading reference other books that I've read. (laughs) So I think that's, that was kind of cool. So that happened in Digital Minimalism and Walden. So Cal Newport referenced Walden uh, talking about like how you're supposed to, or recommending that you live like a focused and simplistic life. Um, pretty, pretty cool. But uh, the old English was like really difficult on Walden. Yeah. I'm not lie. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had friends that have tried to read it and, um, and kind of come up empty after a few pages. I, I, yeah. it's been a book I'm, I'm glad you're reading. That's really cool. I want to get your take on it once you finish. Um, yeah, definitely. But um, the, to the point, I want to touch on a few things here. Uh, the point that you made about hearing books and books, right, references to books. Um, I, one of the books I read, I think summer after my senior year, and I, I've probably touched on it in the podcast at some point, um, is Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl. Um, it's a book that I'm really, it's one of my favorite books I've ever read. Uh, it's basically about how this uh, – psychologist he's a psychotherapist and he was uh, a holocaust survivor and so basically he survived the holocaust and while he was you know experiencing what he's experiencing he was psychoanalyzing everything 
you know, you can see it through the lens of an actual psychologist. Um, so it's, it was just super cool, a great read. Um, it's tied to a lot of like what the meaning, really what the meaning of life is and what it means to actually enjoy your life and, and overcome these, these sufferings that he describes. Uh, but anyways, flow is, was, uh, it was one of these, uh, the sections they were talking about, I think they were, they were, they were talking about that, that exact uh, point was how, how to deal with the times in life where things might be bad and, and, and how you can adjust your, your concentration, your, your attention to get into flow, even in those times. Um, and use that as a catalyst to like direct yourself out of it. And he mentions Victor Frankl, and I was like, no way. I was like, that's awesome. Like, I've read that book. Um, but uh, another thing um, is you were talking about uh, digital minimalism, and you said that um, he was talking about, you know, getting off your mind and not, not wanting to experience the pleasures and, and things like that and focusing on, you know, things you're creating. Create, not consume. For, yeah, create, not consume, right? Produce, not consume. Um, and that's exactly what flow talks about. So I, I, it's really cool. I think they're, they're very they're mirrors of each other. Um, but yeah, uh, with, with digital minimalism and with, you know, the podcast on social media, we've talked a lot about, um, about our actions on, you know, being more digitally minimalistic. Um, and we actually uh, underwent a bit of a cleanse recently. Um, I'll talk about mine first because Trenton's was a little longer than mine. Um, and it's still going on, but, uh, uh, essentially, uh, Trenton, uh, hit me up a few days ago, uh, I think two weeks ago actually, and said, Hey, I'm trying Cal Newport's, um, digital cleanse. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm going a month, uh, without any forms of distracting social media. And I was like, awesome, man. I'll, I'll do like, what, what stage are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm doing the full level thing for, um, where I'm, I'm not consuming media for a month. And I was like, all right, I'll, 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 I'll do level three, which was for a week. Um, and at least my experience on it was, was super positive. I left, uh, you know, by the last day of the week, I really wasn't thinking about checking my phone for the different feeds where I was consuming stuff. And, and we've talked, we've hit a lot uh, of this um, in, a, in previous podcasts, but um, actually making a tangible step and saying, hey, I'm going to go on this cleanse for a week. Um, it really did uh, make a total difference in my focus and my uh, efficiency when I was working. Um, I was checking my phone less and using it. I think my, my phone usage went down by about 50%. It was insane. Um, and that was only for level three for a week. And um, it's, it's given me a lot of tools. I'm able to kind of like not check my feed as much. I know that I could go leave without it and it didn't bother me. How about you, friend? I know you're still going through it right now. Yeah, so – I took a little bit uh, more aggressive route and it is like very aggressive. I'm not going to lie, but I mean, it's good. Um, it's what he recommends because his whole process is take an aggressive route for, he says 30 days. I don't know if I'm going to stick to that. We'll have to see, stay tuned. But um, he says, take an aggressive route and then slowly let things back into your life. Like, make sure that you want them into your life and they're not just like randomly adopted because he says like now the latest social media platform comes out and everyone hops on it without even thinking about like what value it has. Um, I think a good example of that is like TikTok. Like people are yeah. just like, Oh cool. Like funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they'll just automatically hop on it without thinking about like how, like, 
how will this affect me? Will I like actually enjoy this? Whatever. Um, so he talks about that a lot. So I won't, I won't talk about that too much. But um, so what I've done is I've hopped off of like all social media, I guess. So at least the applications. So what I've done is I've deleted Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I never had TikTok, Facebook. Um, and then on my phone, I guess I just have like my typical like communication. So like text, phone, and then email for school and stuff. Um, and so basically what's happened is I've realized that I've gained like a lot more time than I used to, um, which is like also a mixture of coronavirus of just like being stuck in my house all, all day. But like I've done some pretty fun stuff with my time. Like uh, my family and I have been like going on these bike rides, which have been pretty cool. I've been playing a lot of guitar. I made like, I realized that school, like I won't have anywhere to play guitar like anything to sit on because all my chairs have like armrests. So I made yeah. this like a uh, stool to play guitar on. I just had right. some plywood laying around. So I was like, I'm going to make something, figure it That's out awesome. from it. So that was pretty, that was a pretty fun project. So I'm just kind of picking up all of these like small hobbies to see like if I like them or not, um, rather than spending my time on my phone. And so far, so good. But I'll have to be honest that I have slipped. So since I've started, um, I haven't downloaded any social media applications. Um, but I have like gone on Safari and like searched Instagram.com and like Facebook.com and logged in my accounts. Um, it was one thing that he recommended because he talks about how the actual design of social media. So Cal Newport is not a, um, like, he's a computer scientist. He's a, a technology guy. Like, he's not um, against technology in any means of the imagination. Mm -hmm. But he just, he understands the technologies and the people behind them, creating them. And I don't remember what, but he, like, interviewed, I guess, kind of like a whistleblower uh, behind, like, the tech scenes or whatever. And he was saying, like, the quote was like, your smartphone is a uh, lottery machine. Like it's literally like designed um, to like be intriguing and keep you in. Um, and so he was saying, hey, if you want to allow like these social medias back in your life, just try them on like, the internet browsers because they don't have the same like features that the applications do. Um, hmm. So I've still been scrolling through Instagram uh, a little bit <laughs> um, on like on safari and stuff so yeah. I'm not completely going as aggressive as I thought I was gonna but um, I honestly think it's good because it's not like a compulsive behavior I don't just like immediately stop my work pick up my phone Instagram Snapchat Facebook like it's not in my routine anymore it's like hey i wonder what my friends are doing like on um like what they're up to and so i guess that's kind of like a more meaningful way to look at it and something that i'll apply even if i do like go to a um a less aggressive approach uh yeah. after this over so i guess the biggest thing that i've learned from it is 
having more free time is like fun. Like I, I really enjoy that. Like I enjoy being able, being able to pick up new hobbies and do things that I don't typically do. Um, however, that's a mixture of both the situation and then also um, the process of like decluttering. Yeah, it did feel like my days were longer when I was uh, going on the cleanse. Um, yeah. and I, to speak to what you said, and you don't want to harp on this too much because we have a, an entire uh, previous episode on it. But um, I, hey, yeah, I think your second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, to your point there, with with accessing social media through um, through Safari, it, it's you're kind of you're, you change the the motive for for checking which is a good thing um instead of checking it compulsively um because you're like it's just something to do and it's habitual and you're like you said you're reaching for your phone you're checking it to make sure you're not missing out on anything that you might you know if you were presented the opportunity would, would genuinely want to 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 see or, or, or check in on or experience um just in, in terms of, yeah, like you said, what are your friends doing? Um, anything you might have missed? And you can, you can kind of dump all that information in the span of 15 or 20 minutes rather than, you know, 20 spans of, of three minutes, right? Yeah. And, and it, it, it saves you a lot of time. And it also, I feel like that, it makes it more enjoyable. I remember at one point um, during the friends, I had to, I had to re-download Instagram to, to reach out to someone uh, who is going to be a guest on the, uh, the podcast next week. Um, and it was, it was enjoyable just to just check on what I missed. And then I deleted Instagram again. I was like, well, that felt good. I, now I know I'm not missing out on anything. I got, I got my consumption out of the way. Now I can focus on things that I want to do uh, with my day. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's, some, there's some good sides to it because it, it keeps you connected, especially in a time like this. You want to stay connected to people. Um, exactly. But it's, it's always good to, to take on a new hobby. So. And that's one point that he, um, that like Cal talks about of saying that just because they're like benefits that you get from social media means like you should adapt your usage to those benefits. So like one thing that I've realized like during this is like birthdays. Like I like to know when people's birthdays are to like send them a text or whatever, just say happy birthday that I'm thinking of them. Um, and like, that's one Form that social media is like perfect for like Facebook will give you an announcement um, of when somebody's birthday what birthday is or like Snapchat will put the little birthday cake beside their name um, Instagram you can just check their stories because everybody <laughs> puts it on their story now um, <laughs> yeah exactly but like birthdays are kind of like a form of or like a part of social media that I like to consume but do I need to check it 24 seven to know if somebody's birthday is today? No, not really. So like, that's what this whole thing is about is like figuring out what you enjoy about social media and then it, or phone usage in general, but like social media for us because it's like relevant. Um, and then adapting our usage to like the actual benefits that it gives us. Yeah. So to kind of pivot away, um, but kind of stay on the same track it, with social media connecting you to a bunch of people. Um, 
this has kind of been a really isolating event here. It's, you know, it's unprecedented. Um, what are some ways that you've been, other than, you know, the birthday thing, um, reaching out to people to kind of keep that communication that, that usually is there, especially on a, a campus like Virginia Tech? Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely been hard. Like, it's tough. Um, so one thing that I've been doing is, like, FaceTiming. Um, with like friends so that's been good um i know we've hopped on a few like group facetime calls but then also like individual um facetime calls just like once a week check in how are you doing um that's been good for me and then like group chats but i'm not very like active or present in group chats but like it's good to know what people are up to um and just kind of hanging out what about you joe yeah kind of the same thing uh keep up with group chats i've honestly been bad about keeping up with people um i tend to kind of when i'm when i'm not seeing a lot of people i tend to keep myself um and it's 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 not for one motivation or the other it's just something that ends up happening um so it's gonna take a, and it's one of the things i'm trying to work on is because you know you don't you never know how long this is gonna last you know? um you know the, the relationships that might uh not be there in person for a while so yeah, I've been doing things like hopping on Zoom calls with my friends, uh, keeping up with group messages. Um, but one thing I do have to up is my um, is my individual relationships, kind of reaching out to different people that I know and checking in on them. Uh, that's one thing that um, I know uh, if Mason was here, uh, he, he'd talk about. He, it's one thing he likes to do is reach out to people, <clears throat> like a person a day, uh, and check in on them. Um, and that's something I've considered implementing, and I, I, I need to. Um, it's I feel like it's it's a way to normalize uh things a little bit. Um because there's there's so many people that I, I went from seeing every single day to like not seeing at all. Um and I think if I think that's a benefit of, you know, the time we're living in. It's it's we're all isolated right now, but we have the ability to at least know what everyone's doing and then see people's faces. Um so that's something that I, I kind of got to put the responsibility on, on myself, uh, really. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of Zoom calls. Zoom, Zoom's yeah. pretty fun. Um, we've, been, we've been using that for a lot of classes uh, so far. And, and, you know, a lot of people have been using it for just for hanging out, which is something that I didn't anticipate, really. I thought it was going to be mostly a, like a strictly academic thing with teachers. Um, but there have been a surprising amount of just, like, casual Zoom calls that have been hooked up so i mean that's how we're recording the podcast right yeah, now so exactly that's how we're recording it's, it's been a big yeah, um, yeah it's hard to record a podcast when when you're alone in your room <laughs> yeah exactly no but i'm with you like uh i did say, i mean i have like had very few individual facetime calls and that's like where i really need to like i guess improve um because like it like you said it's really really tough from going to a place where you see people every day if not every or if not every other day every day um and then it's just like you're home and i don't know if you have the same feeling but when i'm home i'm like i don't know it almost feels like it's summer vacation like it yeah. doesn't feel like it's we should be in blacksburg right now it just feels like oh, I'm at home, everybody else is at home, like, we're just all doing this, and then we'll get back to Blacksburg, like, 
when the school year starts. Um, But, like, we're supposed to be having this time to, like, be hanging out with our friends and just, like, chilling. Um, So it's really, really important that we kind of reach out and make sure we're still, like, building those connections um, and those friendships. So it's an unfortunate situation, but we're making the best of it. For sure. Yeah. One thing I want to improve on too is um, my workout schedule. It's been awful since I've been back. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. Um, I have a little basketball hoop um, like near my house. That's kind of, it's in this church parking lot and it's, um, it's, it's cut off from everything. It's like, right. It's like 20, 30 yards from my front porch. So I got there and shoot hoops on that for like an hour every day. Um, but other than that, I haven't been in my, usual running routine uh i used to have when i was home in high school i had a lifting routine um that's something i've been trying to get back at and i don't know it's, it's something that I've, I've been failing at so far i need to um because i i, I kind of see that basketball hoop and I'm like well i have i have an hour of free time i kind of want to shoot hoops and i'm like maybe i should be gearing my attention towards um more productive exercise i don't know hmm. yeah I think any form of exercise is productive in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like any form is, is great for me. So I agree. Like I've mentioned this before, but like tech, I had my schedule. I knew what I was doing, like a time for it and everything, but coming home, like I have been working out, but not as like consistently as you would think, but I've been doing, like you mentioned, like other forms of exercise and, to me, that's, like, just as great. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe yeah. instead of, yeah, think about it a little bit different and just go shoot hoops for an hour. Like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, just trying to be productive. It's I, I saw this um, – I where I saw I think I saw it on Twitter. Uh, this uh, – someone posted – this dichotomy this is a picture that represented the dichotomy of when you're in quarantine uh, and you're like, use this time um, to do all these, make all these improvements and do all these motivating things um, because you'll never have this much free time again. And then the other side was relax, recharge, recharge your body, like, like chill out with yourself because you'll also never have this free time again. Um, and I think I've been back and forth on that too, uh, in terms of, you know, academically, I'm, I'm still on my regular schedule that I usually was on in, in college. And, um, but there are just some things I'm taking back on. I'm like, well, maybe this morning I'll sleep till 9am instead of, instead of waking up at, at 730. Um, and it's been easier to do that because there's, there's no consequences really. There's no one watching me. I'm in, I'm in my house. <laughs> you know, maybe my dad will be like, Oh, you're, you're up a little later. And I'm like, yeah, well, and then no consequences, right? Well, you know, and in college, you miss class. That's a, yeah. that's a big uh, motivator right there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about doing, being productive, you know, even though no one's watching you in quarantine. But that's kind of what we talked about with the whole champions and isolation thing. You know, you want to emerge, you want to take this time and emerge uh, a better version of yourself. But also don't put that, it's kind of contradictory, but don't put that pressure on yourself because, you know, if you put that pressure, okay, now this is the time that I have to really improve upon and there's no other time else. And I, that, that leads to failure. 
just take this time as um, something you, you get to experience and something that you get to do. Um, and, and also keep in mind that this, this, we have it good in this pandemic. And in terms of this pandemic, we have to keep in mind that we're the ones who have it the best, really. Because, I mean, there's, there's people that are, you know, without jobs that are wondering, you know, how am I going to provide for my family? There's people who, who, have, who have coronavirus right now. There's people who know people and have family members that have coronavirus. There's medical professionals and healthcare workers that are working 20-hour shifts uh, on this. So, I mean, it, you know, it'd be kind of unfair to, to focus entirely on how are we going to adjust and improve when, when you know, we, we're kind of the ones who have it easy. And I think when you think about it in that way, um, it almost takes the pressure off of you because you're like, man, like, I'm just thankful for where I'm at and, and, and where I am in, the, in terms of the situation. And, um, you know, if, if there's anything I can do and help with, then, then, uh, then I'd love to. Um, but it, by taking that pressure off, it, it helps you improve upon yourself and also keep in mind those other people who do, who do not have it easy right now because this is a hard, uncertain time for people. So just thought I'd mention that. It's kind of, kind of an important you know, thing to keep in mind during this whole thing. It's always a good time to improve, but sometimes you have to keep in mind that there are people who, are, who don't even have that luxury right now because of, because of the situation that it's presenting. Yeah, no. me. Not to take it down that dark rabbit hole, but but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's crazy. My mom was like talking the other day, and it's weird to see like history in the making. Like yeah. she was saying, imagine twenty years from now when kids in history class have to learn about the coronavirus in twenty twenty. Like, yeah, that's that's really crazy. I mean. I think there's probably only one other, uh, maybe a few others, but like a handful of events that are this magnitude um, that we've witnessed in our lives. Like it's really, really crazy. And one thing that you, I know you're pretty good at Joe is like journaling. Um, and so that my mom kind of recommended that she was like, yeah, just like write down kind of how you're spending your time and things because it'll be cool for you to, well, it will be interesting for you to look back on and say, wow, like I remember the coronavirus. It was crazy. The whole world was shut down. Um, and it'll be interesting to see like how you were feeling, um, kind of what, how you spent your days, how life adjusted, because these are things that we'll forget, but it'll be cool to um, kind of look back on and be like, wow, this times were really tough. Yeah, man, it's it's insane. I I talked to my dad the other night um, in the kitchen, um, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, have you ever experienced anything like this? Is this the biggest single historical event you've ever lived through?" And he was like, "There have been a lot of them, but yes, this this one takes the cake. This is the most significant, life changing event I've ever seen." Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've journaled for, I think, going on two years now every day. I've, 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 you know, I've missed days, but then I've, I've covered back and said, hey, man, what I did that day, how did I feel that day? Um, 
but every day since I think it was around June, uh, June of 2018. Um, and yeah, what I can speak to it as far as, as much as I can, um, speak to that. It's, it's been a really great thing for me. Uh, it started out as, uh, this, this journey of mine where I was like, well, you know, a lot of the times during the summer, um, I would have these grand plans. I'm going to get all, I don't know if you had, did you have summer assignments in, in high school? No, thankfully. No way, really? <laughs> okay, so we had these things called summer assignments in my high school, where when you're taking the honors class and AP class, um, during the summer, you would get some big assignment that you'd have to complete over the course of the summer. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you do it or whatever. And it would always end up, it would be the last week before school, and I'd be like, well, I got to start this summer assignment now. And um, kind of was a, a very consistent thing. I got better at, at it as, as I, you know, by, by the time I was a junior in high school, I, I, I had at least most of my assignments done by that last week. Um, but uh, that summer between senior and freshman year of college, uh, senior year of high school and freshman year of college, I should say, um, is, is weird. It was weird for me because I was like, okay, I don't have any summer assignments. Uh, I'm kind of just sitting here. All my friends are waiting to go to school. There's kind of really nothing I can do. I'm also 18, so I've never been, never really had this much freedom in my entire life. I don't have any real responsibilities right now. Um, like, I don't want this to be another one of those summers where I just kind of sit at home, maybe play video games, maybe go out with some friends every once in a while. Um, I want to do something. Like, what can I do? What can I, can I do something every day? And I was like, all right, the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I write that stuff down. If I write down the night before, hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this, I'm going to do it because I'm going to see that on paper, and that's going to be a challenge to me. So I decided to do it, and, man, I had one of the most productive summers I've ever had. I still look back at the summer of 2018 as probably the best summer I've ever had. And it really, I credit it all to a bunch of lined paper bound in leather. I really do because – I, I was able to set, I set like a to-do list every day. Um, and I set a list of things I wanted to eat and things I wanted to avoid. Like I would, I would make myself write down the things that I ate that were junk food. Um, at first now I would write uh, my to-do list. I would wake up in the morning and I would write my down, whatever I had and try to think, Hey, maybe what does this mean to my day? How, how am I emotionally, where am I at? based on, you know, what I was dreaming the night before. Um, and then after every day I would write down how I felt uh, in terms of the goals that I set that day. And, you know, it would be Tuesday, a Tuesday in July, right? And I'd be doing some productive stuff. I'd be like, hey, I want to wake up at 6 a.m. this morning and go on a three-mile run. And I would do it. And then I would, I, would, I would get back and I would go, okay, well, I said that today I would, not, I would only eat one thing that, you know, would be maybe considered junk food or bad for you. And I would try to do that. And if I didn't get to check it off, I would look at that and be like, man, I, I feel bad about myself. I didn't, I, I didn't get that done today. That, that's a reflection on myself. Um, and I discovered like, wow, this thing is really powerful. Um, if I can follow this and, um, since college started, I, it, it, my journal kind of transitioned into becoming my planner. So it became more of an academic thing. Uh, and then I decided, Hey, why can't this be academic and, you know, life-based because life is more than just academic. So I would set goals for my day in, in addition to those academic things. And I would, uh, my, my biggest piece of advice if, you, if you're considering starting journaling or bullet journaling or writing those things down um always set more goals than you can conceivably accomplish in one day um <laughs> it, it sounds so paradoxical but like i literally every single day there's like three boxes that i haven't checked off and 
like that's a great you never want to be done you never want to be done and be like oh well now what like, now what do i do you always want to have things you can be doing or you know obviously there's breaks in between but um you know having those things that you you are setting out to do um and you know maybe you're like oh, okay well i'll do this tomorrow now now it gets pushed to the next day and you can go at that thing first thing in the morning um it makes every day exciting and new um especially gives you that that routine that I, which I, I thrive off of I'm, I'm one of the people that thrives off of a routine of kind of before i go to bed setting up my journal for the next day and, and recording how i felt um the previous day but yeah man i could talk to you off about journaling it's, it's been <laughs> one of the biggest parts of my life that's helped me really uh better myself um and to speak to you know how it how it might affect uh our lives in quarantine i think it, it is it would be a, if, if not the same help even more because you know the the environment we're in right now is one that really does if if, if you are even slightly prone to anxiety or feelings of loneliness or, or anything like that really it's we're in an environment right now where that's that's it's really conducive um and it can really happen like that um so it's always good to monitor it's always good to monitor your emotional level um and your levels of anxiety or whatever you, you might be feeling in the day and write them down because then you can look back and say hey man I, I wasn't feeling great um yesterday i wonder what i can attribute that to and i wonder how i can help that some cognizant of it and um that that's it's it's really a good thing because i'm like okay well there's this problem now um let's let's approach uh let's let's approach this in a healthy way so that i can uh, i can i can improve upon it and maybe uh do some healing more even in quarantine um yeah there's there's no shortage to what a, what a well-kept journal can accomplish man <laughs> i like the part where you gave advice to somebody starting so um to the listeners i've actually just started journaling pretty recently as well um, and so I want to give a little piece of advice um, from what I've learned. So I guess the piece of advice that I would give is be consistent. So just try and make a goal of just writing something down every day. Like it really doesn't matter. Joe likes to write like goals for the day. Um, I don't do my journaling like that. Like I recap the previous day so like i'll journal in the morning of yesterday um but like i think there's tons of different forms of like doing it and stuff but one thing that i've noticed during quarantine is just staying consistent gives you so much more to write like some days like especially earlier on it was like literally i was struggling to get out like a few sentences and now for the past week, it's been, I've been writing a whole entire page. Um, so Joe likes to say, I guess, set big goals more than you can accomplish. And then I want to say, be consistent. Um, I think maybe we'll do a podcast on like journaling. Um, what do you think yeah. about? That'd be great. Um, I'd love yeah. to get, I don't, I don't really know, you know, it'd be great to get a guest on it. I don't know who we would get that, that does journaling specifically. Um, but yeah, man, that's something I, I really enjoy because I mean, having something on paper like that and specifically, pay, I don't know why for me, it, having it on paper is better than um, like in, in, in college when we, were, when we were on campus, I kept a Google calendar and that was nice. But 
I, I found myself opening my journal to check it more reliably than, than the Google Calendar, which is like, yeah. it's odd because it's like, that's the more technologically advanced thing. That's what's going to really help you stay on track. But I was like, nah, I trust my journal. I trust the things I wrote down in pencil the day before. Um, and oftentimes it was, you know, it was the most reliable thing for me. Um, but yeah, man, that's something I can, I, I love talking about. Um, Maybe we can reach out of our department and get like an English professor or something to come on and talk about journaling with us. Yeah, but man, that'd be awesome. Will you, so will you go ahead and um, kind of give us a brief description about your cousin and what we're going to be talking about next week? Yeah, so um, we've got a really exciting uh, guest for you guys next week. Uh, my cousin Micah Bohan is going to be on uh, the podcast. Uh, he is a former D1 collegiate uh, athlete. He swam for the University of Tennessee. Um, and now she works for uh, the Knoxville Police Department. So uh, we're really excited to have her on the podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, things to improve productivity once we get back to camp. Because uh, a lot of times you know, we, we want to have these great schedules. Um, and who better to, to talk about a, a great schedule with than, a, than the D1 athlete? Because you know, their schedule is very it, – it's to the point. Um, at least some, some of my friends that I know that are at, uh, at Virginia Tech, their, their schedule is, is like T, I do this, and I, I wake up and go to practice, and I go to class, and then I practice more, and then I go to class, homework, and bed. It, it's, it's, it's pretty regimented. Um, and – uh, yeah, we're excited to talk to her about just how she keeps um, consistent uh, with her schedule outside of college and, and kind of have a, uh, a lighthearted discussion about uh, what she's been up to and, uh, yeah, kind of take it from there. So, Yeah, awesome. So that's what y'all have to look forward uh, to next week. Um, with all that being said, Joe, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, not really. It's just another, you know, kind of things that people have been saying lately. Stay healthy. Um, wash your hands. Uh, limit your exposure to large crowds. Stay inside if, when you can. Go to the grocery store. But don't go anywhere else. Yeah. And I'll just add to that list. Stay positive. We'll get through this. Yes, so, uh, yeah, that closes the Progress Podcast. Thanks for listening.